Blog Talk Radio.
Of the true Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Radio. Worldwide international radio broadcast is now on the air. I'll be your host. Thy name, your fear, Israel, the royal. Remember, they got a verse in Matthew said, 9.37, the harvest is plenty, but the labor is true. So I, I remember one of the mothers said that in one of the prayers, I think last Sabbath day, but that's the way it is. One thing about it. We got a job to do it just say Jacques and and got step to the plate. I mean, urgency is on the clock, and you're going to see who have the urgency to come on the clock and let's get it on. One thing about it, time is not in our favor, and we clear about one thing. We got for the hour and 15 more minutes left in Ezra day, and you got less of time in Paul's day. So how how will he find you? Not that write the first down. Um, Luke. Take a look at that in a minute. So let's see who who's coming on stage for the special edition called Thursday evening. Let's see who's coming on stage. And we see Mother Eve, so Mother Eve, that's a great thing. One thing about the mother, they lead they lead an example. So we say Mother Eve, y'all probably get there see right here. Yahweh bless you, Sir Israel, a sea roar, hallelujah. Hallelujah, that mother is. That's excellent. Uh, we know Mother D is somewhere close by. No, she can give a commentary, but most likely she probably most likely are needed in this lesson because the, the harvest is plenty, but the labor is true. So that's what Yahweh is saying, no doubt about it. Who will step up to the plate and take care of Yahweh's business? We are know from the pages of the book. All right, we see Brother Joe coming on stage for revealing the number of the B666 edition, part number 36. So, Brother Joe, Israel, Yahweh, I'll see you right here. Yahweh, bless you. To Israel of Seed Royal. All right. And on the internet, folks, we can hallelujah. Wow. That's how you you complete the, the introduction by saying hallelujah. Wow. That let me know you be finished. And then somebody come behind you and give a statement saying whatever. All right. Hey, Brother Joe. Okay. Hey, Mother Eve, we're going to open up and all. Luke 
chapter 12, verse 12. You know, I got a, a, a message. It, well, this message is, how do you define a better half? How do you, how do you, how do you, how do you, uh, how the word is, how do you know, how do you find the text that you got a better half that's in your favor? Oh, uh, that, that's pretty good. Uh, should we um, do this or do that? No. The Bible has all the answers, and that's why it's so important to understand about the school to come according to Romans 5, 17. So when we hear a message like that, it's a way to find out what you're working with. It's already written in the Bible. So the Bible is not going to change. We read last night by Brother Joe showing you soundly that, the, uh, that Yahweh's word is not going to change. Either you're going to make a difference to Yahweh's word or you don't. Because in Revelation chapter 5, the Bible was called by the Father, and then he passed it to the Son. And the Son read his part. He couldn't alterate no part in there, and that's the same thing. Whatever your destiny is, is written in the Bible, your part, and how you detect about a relationship is through the Bible. We'll give you a case in point after another look at um. Luke chapter 12, verse 12. That's very interesting. How do you check that you have a proper mate suited for you? How do you know? What kind of check, what kind of check do you run on it? Do you, do you run a check by um, pulling up a public record and stuff like that? You can do that, but that's not number one. Number one, number number one way to find out what you're working with is the Bible. You got it good. We'll get a case of one very later. Luke chapter twelve, verse twelve. Mother, what it say? The book of Luke chapter twelve, verse twelve. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's right. And Mother E, the right to say, will teach you what you ought to say. And that's the same thing by relationship. The right to say will tell you that. So, Mother, let's open up in Revelation chapter 14. Revelation 14, and we're going to pick it up at verse number 7. We're going to Revelation chapter 14, and we'll pick up at verse 7. So now that's a very good interest. How do you how do you define that you're working with something as a better half? Male or female. Whatever if you male, whatever it's female, whatever. How do you how do you know? How do you know what you're working with? You know what? Since we're about thirty minutes late on the broadcast, we might as well take a little glance at that and see because no accident. Everything that comes on the network, the world is no accident. Everything is laid out. But when he gives service to teach on, 
Stop what you're doing. Teach on that story because it, that's a message that we need to know in writing. How do you detect that you got a better head? Do I run a a city-wide check? Or do I seek counsel? Or do I look into the Bible? Well, we'll find out what to do. Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Mother E, let's see what's going on. Come on. <laughs> okay. The book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. For the righteous spirit that teach you in the same hour put you out to say. That's right, Mother. Hey, Mother E, in that very same hour, the righteous spirit. Now, I was sitting there confronting that, Mother. I said, well, I got, I said, that by the time, um, you know, well, Joe, you on the airways, I know I got 30 minutes I, I can just play with for a minute. So I said, I got 30 minutes. I said, let me uh, look at some of these memos I got, because I got 30 minutes to work with. Ah, so then, so I look at this memo saying, how do you take a better half if, you know, before you get a better half, how do you know what you got? Should we run a world check on it? Well, I said, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. But there, I said, let's go in the Bible and, and let's see exactly how do you check what you're working with from the Bible. Let's see. So, Mother, let's open up um, in Sarat chapter 26, verse 24. Let's take a look at this. Very interesting. Because what is it's important for us to produce a school land, banquet hall, and radio station. Because couples going to come and they, and they might mean well, but you want to know one thing in a couple. Now, how you want to do it? Do you want to know what the Bible says about a, a good couple relationship or the world? Or you, you want to worry about a Teddy Penny graph, or you don't worry about sure. the Bible. Which one? Which one of these you want to go down? Because you want to, if you want to know what Teddy Penny graph say, then you might have gone down to City Hall, and you're gonna get out the way because City Hall got a whole different relationship than the Bible. See. City Hall, you can bring a jackass down there and, and your, your money, right? <laughs> Look up with a jackass down there and say, oh, you see? Everything goes down there. But when it comes down to this Bible, it's got a whole different type of situation. And we're going to show you, spirit that if you if you want them, Relationship according to the Bible, we'll give it to you. No relationship according to the world and say all, then go down there and see, and see what they got going on and continue. But we're going to show what the Bible got written. Um, before, we, before we read that, the rock mother, verse 24, hey, um, Brother Joe, give me that, what I asked for in Revelation chapter 14, verse 
And and the next verse ten is what's gonna happen. If you get if you get the mark of the beast, if you get it in, in you know, in your mind, your hand gonna follow your mind, your mind gonna follow your hand. So if you get this mark, what's gonna happen in verse ten now? Verse 10, and it reads, The same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of Yahweh, which is poured out without mixture. Without mixture. Thank you. Thank you there, uh, Do his part and just say Yahweh. So that spirit, that spirit has to be. 
because the urgency they have put in it to do it. So now, mother, give me that verse um, in that book of the Rock 26, and pick up verse 24. Let's find out something on the way of finding out something. The Rock 26, let's pick it up by verse 24. Let's find out some good things. The book of Sirach, chapter 26, verse 24. A dishonest woman contends things, but an honest woman will bring her husband. Rend her husband. She knows 
his position because she had been taught either from her father or from that man she with his position. And once once everybody know their position according to the Bible, you know, all you gotta do is check the Bible and see it's playing your part and she's playing her part. See how easy that is? That's when you know you're working with something. All you gotta do is watch the couple from the pages of the book. Not from a rap sheet, not from the world way, because the world way is like um ten pentagram. <laughs> that don't work according to the Bible. That's the game changer. If you don't do it according to the Bible, we can help you. But if you don't do it according to the world, we can't help you. So that's why it's so important about the school to set it up in grand style. And it will be done. Now, let's get a precept on that, mother. And, hey, but Joe, have me um, Genesis um, chapter 4, verse 14, 17. And verse 15, but have that waiting on me, Joe. Genesis chapter 4, verse 4, 2, 7, and 15. Make sure you write it down. Be prepared when I come at you. Now, mother, we go on to the rock 33. And we're looking at verse 14. Let's see what it says in the rock 33, verse 14. 33, 14. Uh, okay. Right, chapter 33, verse 14. The book of the rock, chapter 33, 14, read. Good is set against evil, and life against death. So is the girl. Good, godless against the feminine, and the feminine against the godless, the Yahweh. Yes. So it's always gonna be a it's always gonna be a clash. Go always clash against evil. So is the Yahweh is gonna clash against the unyahwali. So it's always gonna be a clash. So you know. In a relationship, what you're working with. Get down to verse 19. Now, let's read a little bit, mother. Get down to verse 19. Let's read a little bit. The book of Sirach, chapter 33, verse 19. Verse 19 reads Give not the son and wife thy brother. Give not thy son. And uh, and wife, thy brother and friend, power over thee, while thou live, and give not thy good to another. Let it repent thee, and thy entreat for the 
same again. Verse 20. So now, the man must be in position to be where he has to be what Yahweh created him to be. And when come down to your household, you have to be in a position that Yahweh put you in. See? He said, now, the male must not give his power over to son nor his wife while he lives. He has to call the shot while he lives. See, that's the difference between the world and the Bible. Now, back up to verse 17, mother, and read 17 through 19. Very interesting. So now, now we're talking Bible, and we're talking about how do you help the young couple that's going to come. You have to don't look at the appearance of a couple. You have to look at what the Bible says how you make a calling. And this is how you make a calling according to Rock 33, 17 down to verse 19. I'll bring it again, Mother, come on. The book of Sirach, chapter 33, verse 17 to 19. Verse 17, consider that I labor and not for myself only, but for all them that seek learning. Verse 18, hear me, O ye great men of the people, and hearken with your ears, ye rulers of the congregation. Verse 19, give not the son and wife, thy brother and friend, power over thee, for thy living, and give not the goods to another, that it repent thee, and thy entreat for the same again. Entreat for uh-huh. the same again. Yeah, read, read a little bit more. Take it down to verse 22, Moses. Keep on reading it because you, you own some, Moses. Keep reading. Keep reading it and take it down to verse 22. Listen real good what Moses is bringing according to the angel is talking to the fear. Verse, verse 20 to 22, come on. The right, chapter 33, verse 20. As long as thou livest and hast breath in Thee, give not thyself over to any. Verse 21, For better it is that thy children should seek to thee than that thou shouldest stand to their country. Contrary. Yes. Yeah. So you, you, so you see what you're saying? So as long as you live, um, uh, man, you're supposed to be in total rule, total rule, total rule, and that's why the woman must understand that the 
in proper position, he must be in total rule. Meaning that mother, give me Sarah 37, 15 down to verse 17. So man must be over his household total rule according to the Bible. And you know that don't work in that don't work in the world. See? So that that's how we know you can examine yourself what mark do you have. So if you see this mark right here, I bet you Yahweh gonna deal with you. That's why we gotta explain to you about it's another mark that you have to make sure you clear that you have to pass on to those couples that come before you, and this is the mark you want, the mark of Yahweh, which is contrary to the mark of Satan's world. What you reading there, Mother? Sirach chapter 37, verses 15 to 17. Yeah. Sirach chapter 37, verse 15. And above all this, and above all this, pray to thee. Most high, then he will direct your way in truth. 16. Let reason go before before every enterprise and counsel before every action. 17. The the continence is a sign of changing. Of the mind. Mm-hmm. See, so you can tell when you bring out the Bible, and if you see any kind of this figure of the faith, when you show what the Bible says and how to get Yahweh to be over us, we have to do this according to the Bible, not according to the way we've been raised up, or the way we've seen our parents, we have to do the Bible if we want Yahweh to be seen over our relationship. See that? But there's a tell. So now, Mother, give me one more. They're going to go to the Brother Joe. Give me Second Ezra chapter 16, verse number 49. 2 Ezra 16, verse 49. See, those that are going to be teachers to come, you cannot make a calling according to your lifestyle, your parents, or your brother's lifestyle. You have to make a calling according to the Bible. What's best for you is me to understand what medicine you need. You need a medicine and relationship, we're going to give it to you according to the Bible, not according to uh, how minds worked out. We're going to tell you, the Bible tell you how to make it work and what you're working with. Let's go to second Ezra chapter 16. Let's read a little bit, Mother, and 49 is read a little bit. But I'll stop you and out. We don't, we don't hurt enough. Second Ezra 16, 49, come on. Second Ezra chapter 16. Verse 49. Yeah, figure verse 49. Yeah, figure verse 49. Like, like, as, like as a horse 
envy a righteous, honest, and virtuous woman. Social righteousness persists. Social righteousness hates iniquity, sin. When she decades herself and she accuses her to her face, when he cometh that shall defend him that searches out every sin upon the earth. And and therefore be ye not like thereunto, nor to the work thereof. Verse 52. Uh, read verse 49 again, mother. One more time, 49. <laughs> okay. Okay. Read verse 49 again. Verse 49. Second Ezra, chapter 16, verse 49. Like as a whole, in the a righteous, honest, and virtuous woman. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Social righteousness hate sin, iniquity. Mm-hmm. When she takes yeah. herself and shall accuse her to her face, when he comes, when he cometh, that uh, that shall defend him, that delight searching out in every sin upon the earth. Ah, uh, good, good, mother. So that that's a comparison. That was a comparison, Mike. That was a comparison. So that's good right there, but that's a comparison. Now, now, Brother Joe, we're going to go and get it from the beginning. We're going and get it from the beginning in Genesis chapter 4, verse 4 through 7 and 15. Let's get it from the beginning there, Brother Joe. Uh, take your time and look yeah. at Genesis chapter 4, verse 4 out of verse 7 and 15. Come on. Here, you gave me Genesis chapter 2, verse 4 through 17. Well, make it chapter 4. Genesis chapter 4, 4 down to verse 7 and 15. Make it chapter 4 there, Brother Joe. Genesis chapter 4, verse 4 down to verse 7 and 15. Come on. Genesis chapter 4, verse 4 down to, you said 17. Uh, four down to verse seven, then skip down to verse fifteen. Genesis chapter okay. four, <laughs> verse four down to seven, then skip to verse fifteen. Genesis chapter four, verse four, seventeen to seven, and then Genesis chapter four. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and said, she conceived. Hold on, 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 hold on
Joe. Hold on, Brother Joe. Y'all listen. Y'all, y'all pay more attention and listen carefully. Um, now, what I said, are you to write with your pen? Genesis chapter 4, verse 4 down to verse 7 and 15. Genesis chapter 4, 4 down to verse 7, then skip down to verse 15. All right, Joe, you're back on the clock again. Genesis chapter 4, verse 4 to 7 and 15, come on. Genesis chapter 4, verse 4 to 7 and 15. Genesis chapter 4, and it reads, And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain, and he said, and said, I have gotten a man from the Yahweh. Verse 2, And she again bare his brother Abel. Hey, mother Eve, uh, pick that up here. Genesis chapter 4, verse 4. Pick that up at Genesis chapter 4, verse 4 down to verse 7 and 15. Look at Genesis chapter 4, verse 4 to 7 and verse 15. Verse 4. And Abel, he also brought of the first line of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Yahweh had respect unto Abel and to his offering. Verse 5. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very worthy, and his countenance fell. Verse 6. And the Yahweh said unto Cain, Why art thou worthy? And why is thy continent fallen? Verse 7. If thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin lies at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Verse 15. And the Yahweh said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, then it shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Yahweh set a mark upon Cain, that any find him, that any find him should kill him. Mm-hmm. So you see, now that's the same mark we're talking about in, in Revelation. So it's, it's two types of marks now. You can get the mark of the world, or you can get the mark of Yahweh. Now, Cain just received a mark for being disobedient. So Cain, he said, listen, Cain, if you do well, that means if you do my law, Cain, you are right, you'll be accepted. But if you don't do my law, Cain, you're not going to be accepted. So if you don't do my law, I'm going to put a mark on you. And the mark will be sevenfold, according to verse 15, perfect. So that means you'll be lined up for death. Because, see, now you got you to be very careful what mark you get. 
mark of a world that governs relationships. It's a mark of the Bible that governs relationships. So which mark do you have in your relationship? Is it the mark of disobedience, of Yahweh's law good, or is the mark of being evil by being contrary to what the Bible is saying? So there go your two marks. That's why it's so important to understand you can get a mark from the world in relationships, or you can get a mark according to the Bible in relationships. So you examine your mark that you have in your relationship. You told Cain, if you do well, Cain, you'll be accepted. That means you that means Cain gonna keep my law. But if you don't do if you don't do well, Cain, I'm gonna put a, a mark on you to kill you sooner or later. See that? And he says sevenfold. That means absolute completely. I'm gonna wipe them out. Okay? So you know when the flood came, all of Cain's seed was wiped out. So now that's what I'm saying. It's very important to understand something. You got to make sure how you identify a relationship from the Bible. Because there's two types of marks. Which one would you receive? So now, Brother Joe, we're going to um, Ezekiel chapter 9, verse 4 through 11. Brother Joe. So we want to hear that again about this mark. So now you have to examine yourself. Remember, we, we pointed toward relationships. So now, and when you're watching people, you have to watch them from the pages of the book. On a Bible relationship or a relationship of the world. Because you're going to receive a mark. But what mark would you receive? We read by Brother Job early in the 14th chapter, 8 through 10, if you receive the mark of the beast, which is the world system, he said, I'm going to keep you. It's time to come. But if you see his mark, then you're going into the kingdom. So it's up to you. So now we're going to um, Ezekiel chapter 9, Brother Joe. And we look at verse 4 down to verse number 11. Ezekiel chapter 9, verse 4 down to verse 11. What's that, Brother Joe? Ezekiel chapter 9, verse 4 down to verse 11. <clears throat> and it reads, <clears throat> excuse me, Ezekiel chapter 9, verse 4 down to verse 11. And the Aquat said unto him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Yadah Judah, Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh and that cry for all the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. Verse 5, 
and to the others, <clears throat> he said, In mine hearing, go ye after him through the city, and smite. Let not your eyes spare, neither have ye pity. Verse 6. Slay utterly, old and young, both maid and little children and women. But come not near any man upon whom is the mark. And begin at my sanctuary. Then they began at the ancient men which were before the house. Verse 7. And he said unto them, Defile the house and fill the courts with the slain. Go ye forth. And they went, they went forth and slew in the city, verse 8. And it came to pass. While they were slaying them, and I was left, <coughs> that I fell upon my face and cried and said, Ah, the Yahwa. Wilt thou destroy all the residue of Israel in thy pouring out of thy fury upon Jerusalem, Yadah Judah? <laughs> Verse 9. And said he unto me, The iniquity of the house of Israel and Judah is exceedingly great, and the land is full of blood. And the city full of per- perverse perverseness. And for they say, the Yahweh hath forgot, forsaken the earth. And the Yahweh sees not. Verse 10. And as for me also, mine eye shall not spare, neither will I have pity, but I will recompense their way upon their head. Verse 11. And behold, the man clothed with linen, which had the inkhorn by his side, reported the matter, saying, I have done as thou hast commanded me. <laughs> I don't yeah. know that means you have to make a a Yahwa decision. You have to make a a Yahwa decision. And Mother read in that book of Zerat, 37, 15, verse 17, I don't recall 17 of the red, but the man that you get with, he must be a Yahwali man that you know that keeps the law. Command. So you have to make sure that man that you get with, because that man that you get with, 
if he's not a Yahweh man, and you trying to do the Yahweh way, going to work. So you can't make your calling with that man based upon him being a worldly man because he got he got nothing to check in. <clears throat> I protect you through his word. So when you get a Yahweh man, he gonna understand his responsibility up front. He gonna understand what he's supposed to do up front. When I get a case in point, mother, you get a case in point. No, no, no. We'll let Brother Joe catch it. Uh, Brother Joe, we're going to Joshua 24. Joshua 24. Say again, I'm trying to hear what you said. We're going to Joshua 24 there, Brother Joe. And we'll get a case in point that you must have a young Wally man. So when you, if you got a daughter, or if you raising that male child. You got to raise him up on how to be a Yahweh man. And Joshua is going to tell you something in the 24th chapter. Joshua is going to tell you something about the business of Yahweh. And let's see what he's saying. In the 24th chapter, Let's look at verse number 15. What it say in 15 at Brother Joe? Joshua 24, verse 15, what it say? Okay, Joshua 24, verse 15. Okay, sir. Let me grab that. Joshua 24, verse 15. All right. Next, Joshua 24. Uh, pick it up, Mother. 24, verse 15. The book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse 15. And if it seems evil unto you to serve the Yahweh, choose you this day whom you will serve. Whether the Yahweh, which your father served, that were on the other side of the flood, of the Yahweh, of the Amorites, in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So you see, the first thing man must do to be able to you must, the house that you're in, you must prepare the house to bring your better half to your house. You can't make that calling if you in her house. You got to be in your house. So the first thing you must do in a relationship and you plan 
plan on getting with her, you have to make sure you got your house. You can't look at her house. You got to look at your house. So that is a, it's called a red flag from the get-go. When a couple come to you and say, well, we want to get in a relationship, and we, um, we think about that. I said, well, what are y'all going to say? Oh, stay with me. That's a red flag. Mm-hmm. That's the contrary to the Bible. The first thing you got to happen, he must get the net prepared. Even a rat knows that. A female rat would not, when she come in heat, she would not let another rat get with her unless he show her where the place that you set up for me to come and have your child. Well, I ain't got no, I, 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 no, it don't work like that. See, this is what happens in the world. You got to first set up the net first. Now, we'll show you why as this lesson unfolds. Now, skip down to verse 19 and 20. Listen, listen to 19 and 20. Well, say that mother 19 and 20. Joshua chapter 24, verses 19 and verse 20. Verse 19 reads, If you forsake the Yahweh and serve strange Yahweh, then he will turn and do you hurt and consume you and consume you after that he had done you good. Yeah. So you see, Yahweh would, if you're on the right track and you serve in Yahweh, but then all of a sudden then you forget and forsake him by not making his word stand and you get caught up in your feelings and you're going to try something that the Bible don't support. And just as Yahweh have done you good, you turn right around and put some hurt on you. So you got to be loyal to Yahweh. By you being loyal to Yahweh, that automatically keeps the relationship Yahweh. But you can't cater in by turning your back on Yahweh to get your relationship right. No. Your relationship got to be built on you being a Yahweh man that you're going to make a decision according to Yahweh. Word. Now we get a case in point of uh, Brother Job going to the 20th chapter of the book of Exodus, Brother Job. We're going to the 20th chapter look at verse 1, 2, and 3. We're looking at Exodus chapter 20. Verse 1, 2, and 3. So what he's saying, see, first thing in a relationship, you got to be loyal to Yahweh. That's simple as that. What Yahweh got written, according to Revelation chapter 5, the book was completed, and he gave it to his son. Say, so you read your part in there and get on down there and do it. That's the same thing. 
relationship in the Bible is completed. But you got to be loyal to somebody in this book. In this book. And we could have found out by Brother Joe who the Yahweh man got to be loyal to. In 21, 2, and 3. Hey, Brother Joe, what does it say in Exodus 21, 2, and 3? Exodus. Chapter 20, verse 1, 2, and 3. And Yahweh spake all these words, saying, verse 2, I am the Yahweh, thy Yahweh, which have brought thee out of the land of Mizoram, Egypt, Mizoram, out of the house of bondage. Verse 3, thou shalt have no other Yahweh before me. So you see, he said, he said, now this, he said, your loyalty should be to me. You don't have no other Yahweh besides me. This is the deal he made with somebody. We're going to preach up and see who he made that deal with, uh, Brother Joe. Amos 3, 1, 2, and 7. Amos 3, 1, 2, and 7. So now, he said in the 20th chapter to a people, we ain't got no name on yet. He said, now listen, you. I'm the one brought you up out of slavery, bondage. That would easily mean to you. I want you to have loyalty to me. Have no other Yahweh before me. Now, who was he telling this message to? We're going to find out by Brother Job in the third chapter of Amos 1, 2, and 7. What is that, Brother Job? Amos 3, 1, 2, and 7. Come on. Amos chapter 3, 1, 2, and 7. And he reads, <clears throat> Amos chapter 3, one, chapter uh, verse 1. Hear this word that the Yahweh hath spoken against you. O children of Israel, against the whole family which I brought up from the land of Mizoram, Egypt, saying, verse 2, you only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. Verse 3. Verse 7. Two, walk. Verse 7. 1, 2, and Verse seven. 7. You go to 7. Surely the Yaqwa will do nothing. But he, brethren, revealeth the secret unto his servants, the seers. Mm-hmm. So, so Moses tells the people of the book, I have Lord the Yahweh before me. And we went to Amos 3, 1, 2, and 7, and he says, his word that Yahweh faith against you, O children of Israel. So his message is to the children of Israel, have no other Yahweh before me. And if you're kind of lackadaisy on it, 
he says, I reveal, in verse 7, I reveal all my secrets until my servants are sealed. So if you hear any, any kind of type on anything that came to the Bible, he's telling you exactly where you go and get a Bible answer to fear. So here's in verse 7. So now, uh, now we're going to precept that back, uh, Brother Joe, to Proverbs chapter 7, verse 1. Because Yahweh will make a profound statement if you if, if you do what he tell you to do, the wise man in the world can tell you something about your mighty one and you in Proverbs 7 and Peter verse 1. Let's see what he said in Proverbs 7 verse 1. Let's read a little bit there, Brother Joe. Proverbs chapter 7. Take verse 1 and read a little bit. Come on. Proverbs chapter 7, verse 1. Excuse me. My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments with thee. Verse 2. Keep keep my commandments and live and my law as the apple of thine eye. You see that? So he said, look, so he said, keep, now listen. Keep my law. And you keep my law as the apple of thy eye. That's big talk, Miguel. See, now look, and look, look what we were learned on the way of learning something. When they, when they came out of Egypt in 21, 2, and 3, Yahweh got him out of slavery and bondage, and he said, listen, you tell the children of Israel, if you do what I tell you to do now, and all we have a fear in Amos 3, 1, 2, and 7, to inform you, and he's going to have the elders to rehearse the righteous act. And Proverbs chapter 7, verse 1 and 2, he said, you will be the you are the apple of thy eyes. And we want to precept there to find out a little bit more about this, who you're talking about. In Zechariah 2, verse 8, there, uh, Brother Joe, hey, Mother Eve. And we'll see where whatever pulled from in Deuteronomy 32, verse 1, 8 through 10, Mother Eve. Deuteronomy 32, verse 1, 8 through 10. But, Brother Joe, we want to find out. If you keep this man's law, the arrangement, the way he got it in the Bible, you will be the apple of his eye. Zechariah 2, verse 8. What does it say that, Brother Joe? Zechariah 2, verse 8. Okay. I'm running there right now. Zechariah 2, verse 8. Yeah, what it say? I'll pick it up, Mother. Mother, you pick it up, Zechariah 2, verse 8. Okay. Look at Zechariah. That's 2. Verse 8. 
is made from his book. Uh, now, if your decision you make, if it's from his book, then he with you. But if you make a decision and his book is not supporting it, he's not with you. Now, Mother E, in the book of Deuteronomy 32, 32 Verse 1, 8 to 10. What do you say there, Mother e? The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32, verse 1, and verse 8 to 10. Deuteronomy, chapter 32, verse 1. Give ear, O ye heaven, and I will see, and hear, O ye earth, the words of my mouth. Verse 8. When the Most High divided the nation, their inheritance. When he separated the bounds, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the boundaries of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. Verse 9. For the Yahweh's portion is his people. Jacob, Israel, is, is, the, lot, is the lot of his inheritance. Verse 10, he found him in a desert land and in the ways howling wilderness. He led him about. He instructed him. He kept him as the apple of his eye. You see that? The children of Israel was instructed and he kept them as the apple of his eye. So when you're the apple of his eye, that means you keeping the law. And that pleases him. So he going to judge you when you keeping the law. Even the relationship law. Now, Mother Z, let's, let's take a look at this relationship law that's written in Genesis chapter 2, verse 8 down to verse 10, Mother Z. Hey, Mother Z, Yahweh bless and keep this here, Israel, the royal seed. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Oh. Now, in Genesis, um, chapter 2, verse 8 down to verse 10. Genesis, chapter 2, verse 8 through 10, verse 8. And the Yahweh... And Yahweh and the Yahweh Yahweh please a please a great and the Yahweh and the Yahweh Yahweh planted a garden a garden eastward in Eden and they and there he put, and there he put, put, put the man who he had formed. Verse nine, and out of the ground made the Yahweh Yahweh to grow every tree that is planted to to the site. That that is pleasant to the sight 
and good and good for food. The tree of life, also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil, verse 10, and a river went out from Eden to water the garden, and from this it was parted and become unto and became into four heads. Keep 
plainly understand that when Yahweh put this together, he put man over everything. And when Mother read verse 19, and what, whatsoever that man said, that was the end of it. So that's what we got to realize in a relationship, that man has the first and the last word. And that's what got to be told in relationship to come. The Yahweh man has the first and the last word. That is in verse 15 and 19. Now, Brother Joe, we're going to precept that, Brother Joe. In 2 Ezra chapter 6, verse 54, Brother Joe. So, press your red book, and we're going to find out what that, what do that make, Adam, and Second Ezra six fifty four. So remember, it's two laws. It's a law of good, and that means you keeping the law. And it's a law of evil, meaning you're not keeping the law. It's a law in relationship, and it's a it is a law of the world. So what relationship are you in? Do you stand before your better half? By being a Yahweh man, and whatever you say, that's the end of it. That is the Bible relationship that he put on man. And now Ezra is going to pull that verse, and let's see, do it applies in your household, what we get ready to read. Hey, about Job. Look at that second Ezra 6, verse 54. What does that say, Brother Joe? Second Ezra 6, 54. What does it say? Mm-hmm. Hey, Brother Joe. Chapter 6, verse 54. What does it say, that, Brother Joe? Pick it up, Mother E. Second Ezra, chapter 6. And after these, Adam also, whom God made Yahweh of all thy creatures, of him came we all, and the people also whom God has chosen. Yeah, that mother. So now, so Adam is the Yahweh of the planet. So by him being the Yahweh of the planet, Yahweh ever brought in that he was the Yahweh. So if you are Yahweh, that means you get the first and the last word in a relationship. He made Adam Yahweh over his creation. But now, here come the counterbalance of Mother Eve in Genesis chapter 3, and look what the, the counterbalance said. Now, you got the rule. Yahweh told Adam, you are Yahweh over my God. <laughs> told Adam that. Okay, good. But here comes the counterbalance. And let's see, let's see what he says in the third chapter, one through six. We're going to 
Love me. One down to verse six. Three, one to six. What does it say that Mother League read? Look at Genesis chapter three, verse one to six. Verse one reads. Now the serpent was more subtile than any beast of the field, which the Yahweh had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, as Yahweh said, He shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Verse 2. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden. Verse 3. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, Yahweh has said, He shall not eat of it, neither shall he touch it, lest he die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, verse 5. For Yahweh doeth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and you shall be as Yahweh, knowing good and evil. Verse 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eye, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. You see that? So you see that? Now, now, what else? The creation was not what Yahweh said to receive his mark. Satan brought in his mark. Yahweh created woman to be the help meet to the Yahweh man. Satan mm-hmm. says, no, your eyes going to be open and you're going to be Yahweh also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there go, there go your problem right there. So what mark that she cared to was Satan's mark. So, in a relationship, what mark would you cater to? Satan mark? Or are you going to cater to Yahweh mark? So now, look what happened in verse 14 and 21. 14 and 16, them up. 14 and 16. 14 and 16. Genesis chapter 3, verses 14. And verse 16, verse 14 reads, And the Yahweh said unto the servant, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shall thou go, and thus shall thou eat all the days of thy life. Verse 16 Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow, and thy 
conceived and followed. Thus shall bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Right. So you see what happened now? But she was created to be a help meet to him. So he had to remind her, listen, you was created, you, you was created, and your desire is to him, and he shall rule over you. This is the hand of Yahweh. So what part do you have today? Your desire should be to your mate, and he shall rule over you. This is the divine orders of Yahweh. Because he said, the serpent tricked me. The serpent tricked me. I already knew my position to be to help me to him, but you showed me something real bright, that I could come out of myself and be something equal to my Yahweh. But that's a no-no according to the Bible. Your position is not to be equal to that Yahweh name. Your position is to be unique to that name. Your desire should be to him. Just like Mother read, and we'll read that verse one more time, Mother, in Sirach 26, 24, down to verse 26, and we'll turn to our elders and let you know who's bringing the ball to him. Go back to Sirach 26. 24 down verse 26, mother. Sarah, right. chapter 26, 24, 25, and 26. What did it say there, mother? Okay, Sarah, chapter 26. Verse 24, 25, and 26. So, Sarah chapter 26, verse 24, 25, and 26. Sarah chapter 26, verse 24. Verse 24. A dishonest woman contends, saying, but a honest woman will reverence her hood. Verse 25. The shameless woman shall be content as a dog, but he that is shameless will fear the Yahweh. Verse 26. A woman that honors her husband shall be judged wise of all, but he that dishonors him in her pride shall be counted on Yahweh of all. Yeah. So, yeah. So, there it is right there. So, so better have folks up. Honor. Not better have folks to honor him. That means you have sex for him by being a Yahweh man. Knowing your position and now you are under the will of Yahweh. That is the key to the law you want to tell the young ones to come up about how a relationship goes bodily wise. No creation 
as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. and You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yeah. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. In Yahweh's business, just like the world, Mars, if the man tell you that complete your day is from nine to five, but you said, no, I'm going to complete my day by doing half of that. Then the pastor said, wait a minute, you in the paycheck line for what? A whole day pay, but you only done a half a day. You got to do, you got to give it the way Yahweh tells you to do it. You can't do half of Yahweh's business, then expect to get a whole benefit of it. You got to work on a job, and that ain't going to work with Yahweh. But see, that's why you have to make sure in a relationship. A honest woman would say, hey, you violating the Bible. I'm a 
help lead to you. I have to remind you that you violate We got to do it all the way, not half of the way. So that's what an honest woman would tell you. But a dishonest woman would not tell you. They'll go to blow with you. That's what you got to find out. Which pages of the book. So it wasn't no accident when that message was brought to me today. How can you detect the relationship? Do I have to run a worldwide report and see what kind of person? No, no, The Bible will tell you about a relationship. Because once you find out your relationship in the Bible and you apply it, then you apply intervene in it. Ain't no honest woman going to have you to hijack your responsibility in the Sabbath day. No. This honest woman will have you to hijack the Sabbath day. She tells you not. Very important. You watch the earbuds on the page of the book. So I me bringing our Iota, and Iota got, you want to dress this nice in the audience to walk out while I put on him. On the steps, the ball, so he meets the elders around the board and says, Elder Mr. Kill, y'all probably need to see right here. And Yaqua, bless you. See you as well. See you as well. Hallelujah. Yaqua. I mean, sometimes the elders, well, yeah, I picked up a question put on the table earlier today. And, uh, you know, do I have to, do I have to, Situation, so she was asked to leave the church. Had people uh, roll and 
and moaning all over with what, what they were saying. You know, in this program, we have to be aware by knowing the scriptures in the Bible precepts. I also mention that. But given the knowledge, you know, we have a lot of people out there that camouflage evil or confused teaching and usually overly loud bump the gums contest for righteous learning, especially when they get a microphone, even using the Bible scriptures as verbal weapons, which was done. This is the reason why we welcome and thank all of you for attending our broadcast of Yaqua's ministry, coming to you live and open to you always with your excited topics in the King James Bible. And first and foremost, about Yaqua's word and not altering his word. Learning how to correctly connect the books, your health, foods that you should eat, and keeping the Sabbath days. All this is done because you have not and came to seek and have to look no further because you've now found it, what you're looking for, and the voices of the true Israelites, tribe of God, God. We open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the normal days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. Now, Sabbath class we do have. Top part of Sabbath is Friday. Online class starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and online class from 2 to 5 p.m. until the members desire to leave. We even have a website address. To get there, on any search line, type tribeyadav.com. After clicking in, once again, look for tribeyadav.com. Dash Israelites. This will take you to a big line where you see some choices. One would be ties and offers. Click PayPal and follow those instructions. In the other device, you may see menu. But again, you'll still see the choices. Still choose tithes and offerings. And doing so, remember what it tells us in the book of Psalms. Chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Aqua, dependence of the people. Give unto the Aqua, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Aqua, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come unto his courts. Now, I always remind you, when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves a cheerful giver. And donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures we read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and read once again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you dossiers Yahweh alive, also for building the school. And now, on a daily basis, you can see that the school is very well needed. A banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of. This program, we even have a calendar. While you're there, check out that calendar. It will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program, which is a feature that's available during our broadcast time. To get there, just enter three words, Yahqua Radio Live. And after clicking on it, look for Voices of the True Israelites, Tribe of God God. And click the red live button as soon as it appears. You'll be right into our live online broadcast. We even have some numbers you can use with Yahqua in mind. Phone numbers. The first would be 319-527-6065. This is our live conference room. The other is 224-600-5579. This is our international number. We 
you can call and leave a message on scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six and only camps of Yahweh's ministry. But also in saying this, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, we'll only hear a discouraging click followed by a doubt. Also, you can order our 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD by calling that same number. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. Another note, you might ask, please do not contact the seer. You can email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's just pretty busy with the WCC, the station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, and answering many memos that most of us have seen, even now the Latter-day Saints. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. If the question is legit, see if we'll call back. If you happen to miss the beginning of today's program, catch the entire show recorded after 9.15 p.m. today, except Fridays. Program time will be repeated after 10.30. And to do that, just enter three words. Radio Live. After click enter, look for Voices of the Tears of Life. At that point, choose a program that you're late logging into or any previous recorded day that you would like to listen. So we can get back to the word of Yahweh. We'll turn our program back to our seed of Israel and say, Hallelujah, Yahweh. All right, Hallelujah, Father. I'm not back on. I'm just going to pull out verse from you in a few more minutes. Uh, Tobit chapter 8, 1 through 8, 19 through 21. They ought to have that verse kind of laying to the side. Waiting on me. Tobit chapter 8, 1 through 8, 19 down to verse 21. Now, uh, our friend Joe, let's see, can we uh, find out the reason why we have to make sure we understand our proper position, brother Joe? And uh, in the book of Psalm 82 there, Brother Job, what it says in verse 6 and 7, Job, I mean Psalm chapter 82, verse 6 and 7, what it says there, Brother Job? Amen. Psalm 82, verse 6 and 7, Brother Job. I'll pick, I'll pick, I'll pick that up, uh, Mother E. Pick up that Psalm, chapter 82, verse 6 and 7, Mother E. What is that, Mother E? 82, verse 6 and 7. The book of Psalm, chapter 82, verse 6 and verse 7. Verse 6. I said, you, you are Yahweh, and all of you, and all of your children, and all of you are children of the Most High. Verse 7. But ye shall die like me, and fall like one of the princes. Mm-hmm. So you got the reason why men had to wake up to take his proper position, because if, if Yahweh do you as being Yahweh, that means you know, you, the man is Yahweh over his dominion. 
old, and he came in the flesh about a thousand years later, so man got to understand. He got to be Yahweh. That means whatever he represents at, he must be Yahweh of that resident. He cannot be sacrificial because you're out of the will of Yahweh. You got to be first killed. You got to be Yahweh of your household. Yahweh over your family. Now, preach up that mother in St. John chapter 10, verse 34 and 35. And um, Mother E, Mother Z, have me um, Genesis chapter 18, verse 11 and 12. Wait a minute, Mother Z. Genesis chapter 18, verse 11 and 12. Let's see the same mother in, in uh, St. John 10, 34 and 35. St. John chapter 10, verse 34 and 35. Thank God, chapter 10, verse 34 and verse 35, verse 34. That's why the son answered them, if yet not written in your law, I said, you are Yahweh, 35. If he called them Yahweh unto whom the word of the Yahweh came and the scriptures cannot be broken. Well, see, and so if you if the man called Yahweh of the earth, so how is he is Bill in his own household? No, 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 you have to be Yahweh of your household. That means you get the first and the last word, and understand your position to be a Yahweh man. Whatever you say, that's the end of. So that's what you mean by. The reverence, the respect of that man being a Yahweh. That's why you got to make sure you you hook up with a Yahweh man. For him to be in his position, he must lead according to the Bible. He can't lead according to the world and get the wrong mark. Now we can look at our first grandmother and see exactly how to be reverent. And what did she call him? Genesis chapter 18, Mother Z. What did it say in verse 11 and 12? Come on. Genesis chapter 18, verse 11 and 12. Verse, verse 11. Now Abraham and Sarah was old and well, strict, well stricken in age, and it, and it, seem to be with Sarah at the the message of a woman the Sarah at the the members of a woman that Genesis eighteen eleven. Okay, let me read that over. Now Abraham and Sarah was old and well stricken in age, and it 
ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women of a woman of woman verse twelve. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, said, After I am wax old, shall I have pleasure such such my Yahweh being <laughs> such my Yahweh being old also. So what what did Sarah call her better half? Yahweh. So Sarah called her better half Yahweh. Now in the world today, what do you call your 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 Yahweh? What what words do we use and what words do we hear? Not good. Uh, <laughs> not good, you're right, mother. Uh, we call them a band, B-A-N. When we get mad, we call them a B-A-N. <laughs> you see what we do? Now, when you better have to get mad at you now in the world, they call you a band, B-A-N. So now you take some, some three words and break it down what them words mean. B period A period A N. So now you call you call it a minute of B A N. But the respect of a Yahwali man and a Yahwali woman, you gonna call them Yahwah. You don't get mad and call them a B A N. So if there's another thing you have to know in a relationship. Come on, Elder, give me that Toby. Chapter eight, one through eight, nineteen through twenty one. Now listen to this. Now Tell me what mark, what mark do you have? The Bible's mark or the world's mark? Now, here go the Bible's mark. Toby, chapter 8, 1 through 8, 19 through 21. Elder, Mr. Tibbs, come on. In the book of Toby, chapter 8, looking at verses 1 through 8 and going to 19 to 21. One says, and when they had supper, chapter eight, they brought chapter eight, verses one through eight, and skipping to nineteen to twenty-one. 21. One says, and when they had supped, they brought Tobias in unto her, too. And as he went, he remembered the words of Raphael and took the ashes of perfumes and put the heart and the liver of the fish thereupon, and made a smoke therewith. Three. The wood smell, when the evil spirit had smelled, he fled into the utmost parts of Egypt, and the minister spirits bound him. Four. And after they were both shut in together, Tobias rose out of the bed and said, Sister, arise and set us and let us pray that Yahweh would have pity on us. Five. Then began Tobias to say, Blessed art thou, O Yahweh of our fathers, and blessed is thy righteous and glorious name 
forever. Let the heavens bless thee and all thy creatures. Six, thou madest Adam and gavest him Eve, his wife, for a helper and stay. Of them came mankind, thou hast said. It is not good that man should be alone. Let us make unto him an aid like unto himself. Seven. And now, O Yahweh, I take out this, my sister, for lust, for lush. But upright, therefore, mercifully, ordained that we may become aged together. Eight. And he said with him, Hallelujah. Verse number 19. And he kept the wedding feast 14 days. 20. For before the days of the marriage were finished, Raphael said unto him, By an oath that should not depart until 14 days of the marriage were expired. 21. And then, he, and then he said, take off half of his goods and go in safety to his father and should have the rest when I and my wife be dead. So you see what he said? Now you see how, how it works? When it comes down to finances, the man sees all of the finances. All of it. Even if, even if even from your better half family, the man receives all of the finance, everything goes to him. He said, take half of my goods with you today, and when I and my wife die, is dead, then come back and get the other half. It was no argument about how it's supposed to go. The man is the head, he's the Yahweh of the house, he's the Yahweh of all the responsibility, the woman is to help me. So there's that there. Now we're going to go to the, the 10th chapter, verse 12, 10 through 12. Uh, Tobit chapter 10, 10 through 12. See, this is the mark you want. You want to be in a relationship? Would a man do his part and the woman do her part? That's why you have to be sure that you got a Yahweh man because he's supposed to be head of the house from top to bottom, the first and the last word, and over all finances, the house, everything, the car, the everything supposed to be him on top of everything. It is right there. Now listen to the Bible, Mark. Chapter 10, verse 10 through 12. What does it say, Harold? Tobit chapter 10, reading verses 10 to verse 12. 10 says, Then Regal arose and gave him Sarah, his wife, and half his goods, servants and cattle, and money. Eleven. And he blessed them and sent them away, saying, The Yahweh of heaven give you a prosperous journey, my children. Twelve. And he said to his daughter, 
Honor thy father and thy mother in law, which are now thy parents, that I may hear good reports of thee. And he kissed her. And I also said to Tobias, the Yahweh of heaven, restore thee, my dear brother, and grant that I may see thy children of mine who are died, that I may rejoice before the Yahweh. Behold, I commit my daughter unto thee a special trust, where I do not entreat her evil. So you see that? Now you hear that? So he's saying, he's telling his daughter, now once I get this man over to you, this man becomes your head, and guess what? This man's family, mother and father, become over you too. Now you know today, you're telling him that, hey, I'm marrying you, I ain't marrying your family. I ain't got nothing to do with your family. See, that's the red flag according to the Bible. You got to honor that man's family just like you honor your mother and your father. You got bloodline. Right here, he said, I'm giving my daughter to you. And he looked his daughter eyeball to eyeball to say, Read again, real captain that elder. First 10 and 10. No, first 12 again. First 12. Okay, that's okay. The Bible chapter 10, reading verse 12. It says, And he said to his daughter, Honor thy father and thy mother-in-law, which are now thy parents, that I may hear good reports of thee. And he kissed her. And also said to Tobias, The Yahweh of heaven restore thee, my dear brother, and grant that I may see thy children of my daughter, Sarah, before I die, that I may rejoice before the Yahweh. I commit my daughter unto thee of special trust, where we do not entreat her evil. You see that? Now, now you hear that? So when you go in a relationship, that's why you have to know about a relationship, get a world relationship. In a Bible relationship, that man's mother and father become your mother-in-law to honor. Here, right there. And verse number 12. And not only that, Luke says in verse 10 and 11 one more time. Hey, yo, look what verse 10 and 11 say again. Listen to this real chapter. Reading verse 10 and 11. 10 says, then Regal arose and gave him Sarah, his wife, and half his goods, servants and cattle and money. Eleven. And he blessed them and sent them away, saying, The Yahweh of heaven give you a prosperous journey, my children. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and what did he do with his other half in 821? And they gave the man, half of his goods, everything to the man. He gave it all to that man. And what did he do in 821 there, uh, Okay, going back to the virus, chapter 8, 
reading verse 21. 21 says, and then he should take the half of his goods and go in safety to his father and should have the rest when I and my wife be dead. You see that? So now, but you got families today saying, no, no, that I, you go to work and I manage the money. Oh, I got my own job and, and, and I manage the money. No, no, no. See? In a Bible relationship, that man controls the household and all of the finance, all the up and the down that is possible on that man. If you got a job, that's good. But you take that whole check and put in that man's hand. And he managed the money. It ain't where I managed my part and you met no see, but that's not Bible. That's why I say a Bible relationship is the man controls all. He gets the first and the last word and that's the end of it. And the woman is created to be a help meet to the Yahweh man. That's why you got to make sure you got a Yahweh man. And if you got a Yahweh man, guess what your response is going to be? Let's see what it's going to be in verse, eight, in verse number seven. Eight verse seven. Now, if you got a Yahweh man, this is your, what your response is going to be in eight verse seven. What it said, uh, Ill in 8 verse 7, the response of the woman. Tobias chapter 8, verse number 7 says, And now, O Yahweh, I take my sister for a lust, but uprightly. Therefore, mercifully ordain that we may become aged together. Okay. Then what happened? Eight together, verse eight. Eight says, and she said with him, Hallelujah, Yahweh. See that? See how it works? See, Yahweh ain't made no mistake in his creation, but we try to tamper with Yahweh's creation and say, well, if I go and made my money, that money is mine. No, you go out and you go out and make that money, you put that money on the table. And you leave it for that man. That man decides which way that money goes. He gets the first and the last word. That's why you got to make sure your election is sure. Matter of fact, um, uh, Brother Joe, think you get that and give me a close thing there, Brother Joe. You got to make sure in First Peter chapter one, eight to eight, nine and ten. But say that, Brother Joe, and close the statement. First Peter.
He has not seen you. Who has it not seen you love and whom so that ye see him not? Yet believe, yea, rejoice with joy, unspeakable and full of glory. Receive the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul. Great end. Of which salvation the sealers have inquired and searched guilty to, to prophesy of the grace that should unto you. Mm-hmm. Well, Mother, that, 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 I'm all over the place. Make that second Peter chapter 1, verse number 9 and 10. Second Peter second. chapter 1, yeah. Make it Second Peter chapter one verse nine and ten. Okay. You didn't want this one, First Peter. Yeah, well, make it make it Second Peter, mother. Chapter one, verse nine and ten says what? Second Peter chapter two, verse nine and verse ten. Well, make it chapter one. Second okay. Peter chapter one. Verse 9 and 10. Okay. Second Peter, chapter 1, verse 9 and 10. Okay. Second Peter, chapter 1, verse 9 and verse 10. Second Peter chapter one verse nine. But he that but he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off, and has forgotten that he was heard from his old sin. Verse ten. Wherefore the brother brethren give diligence to make your calling and your elect sure. For if he do these things, he shall never fall. You see that? So, so if we follow the Bible, but we got to be retaught all over, even in relationships of the Bible, because Yahweh's word is not going to change. Hey, Mother Z, give me that Leviticus 23, 1, 2, and 3, and I'm close to say with that, Mother Z. commentary. What else? Give me the biggest two or three. One, two, three, and a close of seven, that mother Jesus. The Leviticus chapter 23, verse 1, 2, and 3. Uh-huh. Leviticus chapter 23. Leviticus chapter 23, verse 1, 2, and 3. Verse 1. And the Yahweh and the Yahweh spoke unto Moses, said, Verse 2, speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them concerning the peace of the Yahweh, which he shall proclaim to be a righteous gathering, even these are my peace. 
verse 6. Six days, six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest, and righteous gathering he shall do no work therein. It is the Sabbath of the Yahweh in all your dwelling. Mm-hmm. And give me uh, give me uh, twenty four verse one and eight and close and say that moment. Twenty four, one and eight. Le- Leviticus chapter twenty four verses one and eight. Leviticus chapter twenty four verse one and eight. Verse one and the Yahweh spoke unto Moses saying. Verse 8, every Sabbath he shall set it in order before the Yahweh continually, being taken from the children of Israel by an everlasting covenant. All right, excellent, Mother Z. What's your closing statement is, Mother Z? You're on the prop, come on. Uh, I'm going to read uh, from a closing statement. Um, uh, Psalm chapter 15, starting, I'm going to read verse 1, and it's, it's only five verses. Leviticus, I mean, Psalm chapter 15, verse 1. The Yahweh the who, who shall abide in the tabernacle, who shall dwell in the righteous hill. Verse 2. He that walked upright and worked and work righteousness and speak the truth in his or her mind. Verse 3, he or she that backbite not will his or her talk, neither do evil to his neighbor, nor take up and recompense against his neighbor. Verse 4, in whose eyes a viper person is con, 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 I don't know, see, but his honor, he honor them that fear the Yahweh, he that swear to his own hurt and charge not, verse 5, he that put not out, he that put not out his money to Now I take rewards against the in I don't know innocent he that do these things shall neither be moved. Hallelujah. 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 All right, Mr. Mr. Kale, I want to make sure the foundation is laid properly. And Jeff, yeah. 25, Can you help me out, Okay. I didn't quite catch that. There was a couple of people talking. Um, can you repeat that again? Verse 5. What does Genesis 25, verse 5 say? 
Okay, in the book of uh, Genesis. Going to chapter 25. Reading verse 5. Five says, And Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac. Unto Isaac. This is how the Bible operates. All that you have goes to your son. All that you have goes to your son. See, now we found out plainly that that don't work in the side today. The wife said, I'm the one, yep, you got all that you got or whatever. No, no, they don't go that way according to the Bible. Everything Abraham got went to Isaac. Let's go to Genesis 27, 28 through 30. That's why I say the Bible got to be taught. If you want Yahweh to intervene, we got to accept the Bible, not the world. Genesis 27, 28 down to verse 30. What does it say up? Okay, in the book of Genesis, chapter 27, reading 28 to verse number 30. 28 says, Therefore, Yahweh, to be of the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine. 29. Let people serve thee and nations bow down to thee. Be Yahweh over thy brother and let thy mother's son bow down to thee. Curse be everyone that curse thee and bless be he that blesses thee. 30. It came to pass as soon as Isaac had made an end of blessing Israel, and Israel was yet scared, gone. <laughs> scared, gone. I, I... Uh, in this case, his name is good as Jacob. 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 So he said, now, so Isaac blessed Jacob. And what happened in verse 27, 38? What happened in 2738? Isaac blessed Jacob. 2738. Verse number 38 says, And Esau said unto his father, Hast thou but one blessing, my father? Bless me even also, my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and blessed. You see that? And 38 verse 6, Elder, in the closing statement, what it says, Elder? Uh, 38 verse 6 in the closing statement says what? Hey, hey Mother E, uh, give me 1 Kings 2, 1, 2, 3, 4. Have that way to me, Mother E. 1 Kings chapter 2, 1, 2, 3, 4. What does it say, Elder, 38 verse 6? Genesis 38 verse number 6 says, And Judah took a wife for his heir. His firstborn, whose name was Thomas. What's you read, Elder? Look at it real carefully. What's you read? 38, verse 6. Genesis 38, verse number 6. Double checking that. Genesis 38, 6. Well, 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 well I, might, I might be a little bit off. Um. Make it, mm, no, I think I think that's on me, Ayola. Let me put it in this Bible. Let me put it in this Bible. What I want. I didn't get 
I'm going to be quiet here. Can't quiet hear me? Well, no. Uh, talking is coming over the network. understanding to those without. And that will be done from the Bible. As we read Revelation 1 verse 3, it will tell you how you should be blessed. And you should take notes. Hallelujah. All right. Hallelujah. That's right. Let me show you something so you can be clear about it 
and 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 when you start governing relationship, understand that Yahweh have put everything in the man's hand. That's why you got to make sure your election is sure that you got a Yahweh man. Because if you do it any other way, it's not going to be Yahweh's mark. It's going to be the, the mark of the of the world. First Kings chapter one verse 11, 15, and sixteen. Listen at this real good. Come on, mother. First Kings chapter one verse eleven, verse fifteen, and verse sixteen. Verse eleven and thirty one. And thirty one. And write down thirty one. First Kings chapter eleven. First Kings chapter one, verse eleven, fifteen, sixteen, and thirty one. Yes, ma'am. Verse 10, chapter 1, verse 11. Therefore, Nathan speak unto Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, saying, Have thou not heard and Ajah, the son of Haggai, to reign? And David, and David, our Yahweh knows it not. Okay, good. Hold that for my mother. Uh, who is my people? The mother of Solomon. That is David's wife. Now watch how she conducts herself. Bathsheba is Solomon's mother, David's wife. Verse 15 and 16. Listen to this now. Verse 15. And Bathsheba went in unto the king, unto the chamber. And the king was very old. And ate every this Judahite ministered unto the king. Verse 16. Bathsheba bowed and did obscene, obscene unto the king. And the king said, What would thy, what, what, and the king said, What would it thy? 17. Now, verse 31. Then Bathsheba bowed with her face to the earth and did reverence to the king and said, Let my let my Yahweh King David live forever. Ain't that so you that mother? So mm-hmm. the mother of Solomon honored her husband by calling him what? Yahweh. Yeah, and call him Bow to him and call him Yahweh. See, this is what they did in the Bible. And they received blessings. But we don't do none of this now. We know why. Because first of all, we, we get a relationship based on the world. But that's the relationship of the Bible. You will have children by this man. This man still your Yahweh. You bow to this man. And you give honor to this man according to First Kings chapter one, fifteen and sixteen. Now, mother, now give me um, 
First Peter chapter five through ten in the closing statement. I'll catch everybody tomorrow at seven thirty on the broadcast. Now let's go to let's go and see the end thing change on the right side of the book. First Peter chapter three, five through ten in the closing statement mode. Take your time and, and, and do your part. We catch everybody tomorrow at seven thirty. Come on. Okay. Let me get there. First Peter, chapter three. Five through ten in the closest Come on, mother. First Peter, chapter three. Verses five to ten. First Peter, chapter three, verse five. For this, they are uh, ignorant or uh, that by word of Yahweh. The heavens were of old. Hold on, First Peter 3, verse 5 to 10. I'm in second Peter. First Peter 3, verse 5. First Peter chapter 3, verse 5 to 10. But after this manner, in the old time, the righteous woman also, whom trusted in Yahweh, adored themselves. Being in suggestion unto their own husband. Verse 6. Even as Pharaoh obeyed Abraham, calling him Yahweh, whose daughter you are, as long as you do well and are not afraid with any amazement. Verse uh, 7. Likewise, ye husband. Dwell with them according to knowledge. Give honor unto the the wife as unto the wicked self, and as being heirs to heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. Verse eight. Finally, be ye all of one mind having compassion one of a, another. Love as brothers. Be pitiful. Be courteous. Verse 9. Not rendering evil for evil or rail for rail, but 